What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome into A to Z Sports Powered, as always, by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry of the Tight Up Podcast on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. And we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out all of you. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process and see them in Lebanon or WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And our friends at Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations across uh, the mid-state in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. They are online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Jack, uh, we've got a Brock Bauer show on Thursday, February 8th. I didn't expect us to have a Brock Bauer show. You know, we've kind of talked about how Brock Bauer's could play a role in uh, the Titans draft scenario uh, throughout so far this young draft season. But man, let's just go ahead and get to the video. It's short, so I have a feeling we're going to play it several times here on this show. Brock Bowers on the set with Mike Florio and Chris Sims asking him a question that usually doesn't get answered uh, at the Super Bowl by draft prospects, but we'll Play the tape. Well, I know you can't control it, but if you could, where would you want to go? Whoever wants to take me. I mean, I'd, uh, I'd, it's hard to say. I'd, I'd love to go to um, – He wants the Niners to get yeah. rid of Kittle, and then he wants to go to the 49ers. <laughs> I'd be all right. Saying, I mean, I'd, I'd be all right with going to the, the Tennessee Titans. I mean, I liked it down really? in, in the Georgia, yeah. Tennessee area. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought it was cool, but, uh, yeah, that'd be a cool spot to yeah. be. Yeah, you hear that, Titans? You hear that, Titans? That'd be a cool spot to be. I'm going to play it one more time. Well, I know you can't control it, but if you could, where would you want to go? Whoever wants to take me, I mean, I'd, uh, I'd, it's hard to say. I'd, I'd love to go to. Um, he wants the Niners to get yeah. rid of Kittle, and then he wants to go to the 49ers. <laughs> I'd be all right. Let him say I mean, it. Let him say it. I'd be all right with going to the Tennessee Titans. I mean, I liked it down really? in, in the Georgia, yeah. Tennessee area. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought it was cool, but uh, yeah, that'd be a cool spot to yeah. be. Yeah, you hear that, Titans? All right. So, I, you know, he started to say, I would love to play for, and then Chris Sims interrupts him uh, and says, You want the Niners to get rid of Kittle and play for the Niners, right? Because Where's Brock Bowers from? He's from Napa, from Napa, California, out there in wine country. Uh, and so, you know, I, you know, wanting to play for the Niners in wine country, that does make sense. But then he says, I like the South, man. Uh, Georgia, Tennessee area is where I want to go. Uh, so let's look at Brock Bowers as a whole. This is our guy, James Foster's breakdown on A to Z Sports Film Room of the Georgia tight end. He's a top 10 uh, pick. Uh, seventh overall and on James's big board, which is right where the Titans draft. He's 21 years old. Uh, he's been a big-time college football player. He's got a ton of strengths, not a lot of weaknesses, but the weaknesses are struggles with press coverage when he lines up outside in the slot, undersized with a below-average catch radius. Blocking tape was better two years ago. Limited potential as an inline blocker. Might be too small to play the full wide tight end position, and he fumbled twice in 2023 but man skilled route runner he's explosive he's really good at tempo he has top speed to separate vertically and attack seams he's strong and explosive after the catch leads the fbs with 33 broken tackles the last two seasons a low drop rate outstanding focus and ball tracking excellent move blocker locates a target in open space uh, and clears the alley on screens and sweeps punches above his weight class and finishes blocks, held his own versus defensive end. So there's a lot of really good strengths uh, there, Jack, on Brock Bowers. I mean, this, you know, what do you think about Brock Bowers, the player, and why do you think he listed the Tennessee Titans? Yeah, I mean, Brock Bowers is a great player. Three-time All-SEC, he changed the game for Georgia. He was a clear difference. Like when Georgia had to play that stretch of games without Brock Bowers, their offense was significantly worse than it was when they had him in there. He was their number one target most of the time. 
and he was reliable. It's exciting to watch him play because he kind of represents this new era of tight ends where, and you saw it on James Foster's um, strengths and weaknesses columns. He's, you know, he's big enough to block 6'4", 240, but he's, you know, he's more of a Travis Kelsey, George Kittle type mold where, it's well, what George he does. Kittle is a George blocker. Kittle's a great blocker, right? But yeah. but you know it's what they it's what those guys do when after they catch the football. Brock Bowers like them has the ability to turn a you know twelve yard gain into a twenty five yard gain or a thirty five yard gain because he can run away from defenders, stiff arm them off of them. He's he's great with the football in his hands. Now, why do I think he said this? Yeah, I, I I don't think it's that deep. I, I simply think it's a convenient location for, you know, a 22 year old player to come play football. Like who doesn't want to play in Nashville, you know, and with the scheme change, it feels like the Titans are going to be catering to pass catchers much more than they have in the past. So it's, it's a more attractive destination to players like Brock Bowers and players like Malik neighbors or free agents like T Higgins than it has been in the past. So I think it's a little bit of both, right? Just what they're doing with Callahan regime wise and, or scheme wise and then also it is really close to Georgia and he's gotten to come up here and beat the hell out of Vandy um, and you know experience what Nashville is so I think that those two are really the biggest factors for Brock Bowers I don't think it's that deep so I I I don't think it's that deep either I, I do think there is I got two reasons why I think he said this one of them is because I think Brock Bowers understands that he could probably slide in the NFL draft pretty quickly just because of the position he plays. Like if he doesn't go fifth to the chargers who might be able to use uh, a tight end, he's not going to the giants of Darren Waller. Then there's the Titans right there. The Falcons have Kyle Pitts. The bears have so many defensive needs. It's ridiculous after probably taking a quarterback at number one. So all of a sudden he can find himself, outside the top 10 into those early teens before somebody with a tight end need. Uh, the Jets are playing are, are paying CJ Azuma uh, from re- recently the Bengals before that. So you're going to drop down pretty far before you get to a team with a legitimate tight end need. That's, you know, I think he's afraid of falling down the board there. There's also another reason that I did just confirm in our Titans uh, group chat, Brock Bauer's girlfriend goes to the university of Tennessee. I don't know if she's graduating yet, but that is a confirmed that his girlfriend does go to the University of Tennessee. And hey, you know, it's not that far from Knoxville to land in Nashville. Uh, Atlanta's out because of Kyle Pitts. Uh, So you can't go there. Might as well go to the Titans and boom. Now you've got, uh, you're just two and a half hours away from your girlfriend um, after not playing that far away in college. So that, those are my two reasons why. The girlfriend's gonna go where Brock Bowers goes. Uh, that's just that's yeah, just how it's gonna work. I don't know what year. I don't know if she's <laughs> set to graduate. You know, Brock yeah. Bowers coming out of college early, I believe. So maybe she's around the same age, has another year or so left in school. Um, so Brock yeah. Bowers has a lot of negotiating power in that relationship with the money he's about to be bringing in and the status he's about to have wherever he lands. So whether it's Tennessee or somewhere else, I'm sure the girlfriend will. We'll hop on planes whenever she needs to see him anyways. But yeah, yeah sure, maybe, but, maybe it factors in. I don't know. But but, but again, I, I still think there's something to that. I mean, he said, let's play the, let's play the video one more time uh, about Brock Bauer. Well, I know you can't control it, but if you could, where would you want to go? Whoever wants to take me. I mean, I'd, I'd say it's hard to say. I'd, I'd love to go to. Um, he wants the Niners well, to get yeah. rid of Kittle, and then he wants to go to the 49ers. <laughs> I'd be it. all right. I mean, I'd, I'd be all right with going to the, the Tennessee Titans. I mean, I liked it down really in, in the Georgia yeah. Tennessee area. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought it was cool, but uh, yeah, that'd be a cool spot to yeah. be. Yeah, you hear that, Titans? It'd be a cool spot to be, and he'd be closer to his girlfriend until she's done with school. And then, obviously, as you said, Jack, Nashville's uh, a pretty great spot to be uh, yeah. when it comes to uh, young 20 somethings that are. Uh, coming into some uh, opportunity with it, uh, finances. But all right, so let's talk about football now and, and less about why Brock Bowers wants to come and whether his girlfriend plays a role in that or not. But he wants to be a Tennessee Titan. He said, I'd love to be there. So let's ask this. Are you thumbs up or are you thumbs down on the Titans potentially drafting Georgia tight end Brock Bowers at seven overall? Are you thumbs up or thumbs down on the Titans potentially taking Brock Bowers Seventh overall, we'll get to all of your comments, but first, Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. 
Uh, Brock Bowers plays like a tractor. He plays like a fast, uh, powerful power unit that you can get at Krebs Kubota because they are an elite Kubota dealer. They have the best equipment in the industry, just like Georgia has been pumping out some of the best players in college football. But Krebs Kubota can take care of you. They have their three locations in Columbia, Murfreesboro, and in Franklin as well across the mid-state. Also, elite Kubota dealer means... Uh, they've got the best warranties and the best equipment and the best connection with Kubota National to set you up for the equipment that you're looking for, what you need, and have the service support and customer service uh, to go along with it because that's what the Krebs family uh, name does is they thrive to have the best customer service for you to help you out, whether you're buying or just need to rent for a weekend project. The Krebs Kubota's got you covered. Once again, Columbia, Franklin, uh, and in Murfreesboro, online, KrebsKubota.com. It's big game week, Austin, and BetMGM is the perfect place to go for all of your sports betting needs this week. I know all of y'all are going to want some skin in the game one way or another, whether it's a small prop, whether it's what what, what will the opening coin toss land on, how long will the national anthem go, and, and then even player props in this game. You're going to want to get it all at BetMGM. They've got it all easy to navigate, easy to use for new users, and a bonus for you new users, download the BetMGM app and plug in our bonus code that you see on the screen, A to Z Sports, and you'll get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Now's the time to do it, folks. If you've been waiting on it, you've been thinking about it, go ahead and dive in with BetMGM and use our bonus code that you see on your screen, A to Z Sports, up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligible comments. First online room money wager. Only rewards issues. Now drop a bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. If you're following the sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Jack, I'll toss it to you to go to the chat, which by the way, we need more likes. I don't know why we don't have as many likes as we should have because way more people are watching. I'm counting like over 250 more people are watching than the likes that we have on the show. So give us those likes on Facebook uh, and on YouTube. Please uh, hit that like button for us. Jack, thumbs up or thumbs down on the Titans potentially taking Georgia superstar tight end Brock Bowers at number seven. What's the chat saying? Darren Lee on YouTube is going to start us off today with a thumbs down. Deborah on Facebook disagrees. She's saying thumbs up. Eric, thumbs down. Um, we got a thumbs down from Mikey. Stephen King says he wants alt. Thumbs down on Bowers. But Timmy and Lucas are thumbs up. So is JR. Um, Clayton says he's down. It's a last resort pick. If the Titans don't get their top needs, maybe then Bowers makes sense. I believe that's what Clayton's saying. Jerry is thumbs down. Billy is also thumbs down. Kenny, Rashid, Jody, Danny, all thumbs down. So is Jason. Uh, Eddie Cardona says thumbs down. Tighten up says thumbs up. We've got God is a theory says thumbs down, thumbs down from Scott Weaver. Demario's thumbs up. Malachi don't doesn't like it. Um, MB says down big time. Tighten up Tony says only if both tackles and all wide receivers are gone. Uh, Paul Arias is thumbs down. Richie's down. Steven's down. Major Keys is down. KG's down. Um, we've got Albert with a thumbs up. With same with Titans Kyle. Um, Brandon says, if it makes sense down, unless everyone else is gone, Austin, I, I, I believe the chats, it's pretty like 90, 10 thumbs down, maybe 80, 20. Mm -hmm. I'm siding with the chat. I'm going thumbs down on Brock Bowers for the Tennessee Titans. If you look at some of the best tight ends in the NFL, these guys aren't first round picks, right? Travis Kelsey, third round pick, George Kittle, fifth round, Waller, six, Mark Andrews, third round, Jake Ferguson and Dalton Schultz, both taken in the fourth round. And for the Titans who've drafted a tight end in each of the last two drafts, I don't know that going back to the well makes a lot of sense when you have capable guys like we've seen Chigaconquo at times be, like we've seen Josh uh, Josh Wiley, you know, have have sparks last season. But looking at some of the first round tight ends that have been drafted since 2008, Austin, I've got a list and I'm going to read them off here. There are far more misses than hits. Starting in 08, Dustin Keller with the Jets, big whiff. Brandon Pettigrew, Lions, big whiff. Jermaine Gresham, big whiff. Eric Ebron, one-time Pro Bowl. Uh, mm -hmm. O.J. Howard with the Bucks, he's not he wasn't really a hit. Evan Ingram was good with the Giants. David Njoku's been positive with the Browns. Hayden Hurst, huge swing and a miss. T.J. Hawkinson, great. Noah Fant, bad. Kyle, Fitt, Kyle Pitts, inconsistent. 
Dalton Kincaid showed a little bit this year. We'll see. Dalton Kincaid's good. I mean, he had a that's a rookie year. Like, mm-hmm. like the, the last year's tight end draft was just stocks with dudes that made. I mean, Sam Laporta was a second second rounder. rounder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Tucker Craft later in the draft. Also, you, you, another example of a guy you can find later in the draft. But you know, the top ten tight ends. Let's let's whittle this down to just three guys. Okay, it's Eric Ebron made the Pro Bowl once with the Lions. That's it. Then you have TJ Hawkinson, great pick. You know, he's a, he's one of the best tight ends in the NFL, and he will continue to be that for the next probably decade. Kyle Pitts, great rookie season, not much since. So just because it's a top 10 tight end, just because he's the best tight end on the board, doesn't guarantee him to be anything. And yeah. it just it just doesn't make sense for the Titans after having two, two young tight ends, both on rookie deals, to go out and add a third guy who, you know, according to James Foster's report, isn't great at blocking. He's more of a receiver. So I, if, if I want to find a tight end eventually, and maybe they do this after Chig and Wiley are up, I want a guy that can do both. Give me a guy who can block and catch, like George Kittle. I, I don't want, you know, one guy like Chig who can just catch, or Wiley, who's, you know, a bigger guy who helps out blocking more than he does as a receiver. I want a guy who can do both. I don't know that Brock Bowers can do both. And... When you're looking at you, like when you're looking at the Titans' needs, well, they need a guy who can strictly block. They need an offensive lineman. They need a guy who can well, only catch. They need they need a receiver. I just don't believe that Brock Bowers makes sense at seven for the Titans. I I think um, list off the. I think Brock Bowers is more like a T.J. Hawkinson top ten tight end than he is a Kyle Pitts. Like Kyle Pitts is basically a receiver. Like there were there were talks in the draft process when Kyle Pitts came out of Florida, like do you view him as a tight end or do you view him as a big receiver? And that was going on at the combine and his pro day and all the stuff and Kyle Pitts was going to have to learn to block and it, you know, that's a usage problem. It's a quarterback problem in Atlanta while Kyle why Kyle Pitts hasn't really done anything since his rookie year consistently. But Brock Bowers is a beast. Like, Jack, we are both SEC guys. We have watched Brock Bowers for three years wreck defenses to, of schools that we love. <laughs> I have watched Brock Bowers come back after like four or five weeks after a tightrope ankle uh, surgery and just wax the Vols defense back, back in, the, in the fall. And he's legit. He does. I think he does everything. Like, I'll bring back up the strengths and weaknesses that that uh, our guy James Foster has. Like, yes, the weaknesses he has uh, undersized with a below average catch radius. He's not <clears throat> super long. Blocking tape was better in 2022 than in 2023, but that's also because he missed several weeks with the tightrope ankle surgery, and then when he came back, he was a different player. He's still recovering from that. Limited blocker as an inline, a limited potential as an inline blocker. And then you go look at the, the pluses, though. <clears throat> Excellent move blocker. Locates target in open space, clears the alley on screens and sweeps. Punches above his weight class and finishes blocks consistently. And held his own versus defensive end with good hand placement and leg drive to sustain blocks. I see three. Three blocking pluses. And yeah, of course you've got a couple blocking negatives, but for a guy who's that high level of a pass catcher, I'm thumbs up on this. Like I am thumbs up on the Tennessee Titans potentially taking Brock Bowers at seven because the Tennessee Titans roster is in shambles. They need help. They need good players. Brock Bowers is a great player in this draft. And if you have a chance to add a great player in this draft, you do it. When you pick in the top 10, your goal is to not pick in the top 10 again for a long time. And so you might as well, and you better go get yourself a great player in the top 10. And I'll quote Jake and ball. Who was the one who found uh, the, the video from yesterday with Chris Sims and uh, Mike Florio. And he said, like, I have a hard time seeing the Titans taking Brock Bowers at seven and regretting it. Like, Brock Bowers is a great football player. And if you and you're not going to ever regret drafting great football players. So yeah, I'm thumbs up on this. But I, I, I feel like part of your answer didn't really 
address like the, the, the Titans could also draft a great football player that fits exactly what they need. Brock Bowers, I've, I've tight end at seventh on the Titans needs list. That's below left tackle. That's below wide receiver, cornerback, right tackle, linebacker, a strong safety. Then you have tight end. Like the, the Titans with Chigakonkwo, if he can stop his drop problems, I think you have enough there to give Levis some help, you know, catching the football. I, I just don't, I think that that kind of pushes back, you, you know, it delays the inevitable, which is, you know, eventually addressing the offensive line and addressing the wide receiver position. And I also, I don't believe that a tight end will be utilized enough that that it would make it worth it drafting him over a potential wide receiver like Romeo Dunze or Malik Neighbors, whichever one uh, might be there at seven. So sure, Brock Bowers is a great player, but there are a ton of great players that have a really strong chance of being available at seven that help you move forward in building this offense towards the future. Brock Bowers, he's going to be good. He's going to be a good player. But I, I just think that you'd be you'd be pushing it back. And, and you know what? The chances that you hit on a, an offensive tackle in the second round or a wide receiver in the second round are decreased. Like that That's what you need to figure out. We've been talking all season long about how the Titans need those positions. And now just because Brock Bauer says he wants to play for the Titans, we're saying, oh, he, he wants to play here. I want him now. It feels good to be wanted. It does. But it doesn't mean that this makes sense for the Titans. Yeah, and but I think, but Jack, if, I guess why I say thumbs up because I'm putting myself in that Thursday night mode. If the Titans select Brock Bowers, would, would I be mad? The answer is no. If the Titans select Brock Bowers, would you what would you be mad? I wouldn't be happy. You, would, I you, wouldn't, be happy. you would not be happy. No, it, it's 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 like sending it's like going to the grocery store and needing to pick up a, you know, a dinner for the next couple of days. So you go get chicken, you go get broccoli, you get your vegetable, whatever. But instead of getting any of that, you come back home with granola bars. It's like, okay, like this will get you, this will get you over. Like this will tide you over. This will fill you up, but it's not what you need. You know, you need something of substance. You need something that you can rely on something that's dependable. And Brock Bowers is at the end of the day, the tight end position. It's, it's not that valuable. Like Sure, Travis Kelsey's done a lot for the position. So is George Kittle and Mark Andrews and these guys. But you can win without having a superstar tight end. What you can't win without is a left tackle or a wide receiver. Those two positions are what the Titans need to get to that next level, to help Will Levis. Having a safety net at tight end is great. But having a left tackle or a wide receiver on a rookie deal that can transform your offense is much better. Yeah, I I do think, though, Brock Bowers, is is he not a playmaker? Is, is is Brock Bowers sure. not a guy who scores touchdowns? Brian Callahan said, you know, I tend to lean to the guys who score touchdowns. That's Brock Bowers. Like, I I think he checks a lot of the boxes the Titans need. The Titans need playmakers who can go catch the football and make plays for Will Levis. And Brock Bowers checks that box. That, that's why I'm thumbs up on it. I'm not saying Brock Bowers is my number one prospect that I want for the Tennessee Titans. But I will be honest, if they take Brock Bowers at seven, I'll be like, all right, cool. That's that's a helping Will Levis draft pick. And as long as they take that seventh overall pick to help Will Levis, then I will be happy with that. Because Brock Bowers, he might not have long arms or a big catch radius like Kyle Pitts or like maybe Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze. I, I, I don't know how long a Dunze is. I feel like Neighbors, by watching him at LSU, is a little longer. But I, I feel like... That is a that is a spot where Brock Bowers catches contested balls. He is strong, strong hands. What four percent drop rate at Georgia? They they make him the focal point. Like name Georgia receivers, like Lad McConkey, right? We all know that guy, but that guy's like your you know walk on turn superstar at Georgia. You know, there's like Jack Rosemary Saint. Jack Saint who's yeah, more famous for having a cool ass name than he is for actually doing, you know, good things as a wide receiver on the field. Like Brock Bowers is the dude of that offense. Brock Bowers is what makes that offense go and what helped Georgia win back-to-back national titles as a freshman and a sophomore. And, you know, it his ankle injury, yeah, he came back for the playoff, but I still don't think he was fully all the way there. I still but- think Brock Bowers is a helping Will Levis draft pick. 
offenses in college are built around the tight end much more often than they are in the NFL. Like, which offenses are, are truly built around the tight end in the NFL? Kansas City, that's it. Buffalo. Even in San okay. Buffalo's got two tight ends that are really but, damn. Yeah, they yes, Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid. But but I mean you you go to Diggs and you go to Gabe Davis and you you know Khalil Shakir made a made a run towards the end of the season like those are your dogs like even in San Francisco Chad, Kittle it's Devo it's Ayuk it's Jawan yeah but Jennings. Kittle's the glue Kittle's the glue there because he makes everything better and what did we see I think Brock Bowers is a glue pass catcher and a glue weapon that that uh, that Will Levis can have uh, I don't Darius want glue. I don't want glue. I want a foundation. I, I want a foundation at left tackle. I want a guy at wide receiver. The Titans traded away the best wide receiver they've had in two decades. They need to go find another dude like that. DeAndre Hopkins isn't getting any younger at left tackle. You you want to you want to wait to the second round to find a left tackle after you know that first wave of guys is gone. That's a risky game to play. And yeah. the Titans the Titans know that you know waiting around for a left tackle, getting him even at the end of the first round like they have in the past isn't a recipe for success. That's a position that if you can get right, you must get right. So taking Bowers over Alt, over Fashanu, huge mistake, over Neighbors, over Dunze, huge mistake. Okay. And and I don't believe that all four of those guys will be off the board by the Titans, by the time the Titans are up at seven. So that's right. why I'm thumbs down here. So let's go through um, some draft scenarios on where we would be okay with the Titans taking Brock Bowers. Cause I, I think that's a legitimate part of this conversation is we don't know how the first six picks are going to go. And so we don't know where uh, the Titans are going to be on the board and who's going to be there for them at number seven. So let's go through a draft scenario where both of us and let's find it. Our goal here is to find where Jack Gentry would be okay with the Titans taking Brock Bowers at seven. So that's the goal. We'll see if we can achieve it. But first farm Bureau health plans can help you with your goals of having the best health coverage but not paying the most amount of money for it. Uh, that can, They can help you. They've been doing it for Tennesseans for over 75 years, and you can get your quote and get started by visiting fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Zach Bingham jumped on the Farm Bureau Health Plans train a couple of years ago, and he saved 20% on his previous coverage and got better coverage. No paying out of pocket again at the dentist or for his vision coverage. Uh, he had that included as well. So it was the best fit for him as a, at the time, single entrepreneur and now having a chance uh, to build on that with his family, with Farm Bureau Health Plans. And you can always get started by checking out their website, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. If you're into sports betting or want to get started, do it at BetMGM. Download the app. Plug in our bonus code that you see on your screen right now, A to Z Sports, and you'll get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Tons of stuff going on this weekend. You've got college basketball in full swing. The NHL is done with their all-star break. You've got the big game, obviously. So a lot of stuff to get involved with on BetMGM. Download that app. Plug in our bonus code. Get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. All right, so we are trying to find the draft scenario where Jack Gentry would be okay with the Titans taking Brock Lordy. Bowers at seven overall. So Jack, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to guess that Joe Alt is, if he is on the board, you are drafting Joe Alt left tackle out of Notre Dame. It's, it's tough for me to say that he's, he's definitely locked in at one because after hearing Callahan speak, it feels like he he's comfortable with having just an okay offensive line as long as he's got the skill positions, uh, you know, to to figure it out, you know, when you throw the football like he's planning to do with Will Levis. So, I would honestly, I would say right now, just today, and this could change tomorrow. Malik Neighbors is number one for me. Alt okay. is a number two. It's really one A, one B there. I, I think you can flip flop those two guys. I wouldn't be upset with either. I would actually be ecstatic with either one of them. Okay, so flip flop one A one B is neighbors, and alt and alt. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so Brock Bowers is no higher than three on you. Three. Oh yeah, I mean three okay. would be if he if, if three is not, he's not three. All right, he's so not, I'm gonna go through. Four. I'm gonna go through the draft. Let's just say the Bears take a quarterback. Washington takes a quarterback. Let's say New England 
doesn't take a quarterback and they take a, a tackle, right? New England's got a lot of issues. They take somebody. Yeah. Arizona takes Marvin Harrison Jr., the third, and the Chargers take the second tackle. So now the Giants take neighbors. So now you've got two uh, two tackles and neighbors off the board. That's so okay. you've got what? I just said that's okay. I'm I'm okay with that. So would you take Roma Dunze at seven or Brock Bowers at seven? Roma Dunze, game changer on the outside, an absolute game changer. You want to build your offense around somebody? That's the guy to build your offense around. I want Roma Dunze at seven if he's there, and I would be I would be jumping with joy if the Titans at number seven took Roma Dunze. Do I think the board will fall that way? I would be surprised if two tackles got taken before the Titans were up. I would be. But if that does happen and Avers is gone, which I think is pretty much worst-case scenario if you're a Titans fan, then Roma Dunze still makes sense for me. I'm I'm riding with Roma Dunze at seven. Okay. Hmm. This is going to get – I think we're just running out of players because I'm, I'm learning that you would take – would you, would you take, I'm going to list players and I want to know, yes, you would take these players over Brock Bowers at seven, right? Joe Alt, we know is a yes. Malik Neighbors, we know is a yes, right? Roma Dunze, we just found out is a yes. Would you take Ola Fashanu out of Penn State at tackle over Brock Bowers at seven? See, that's a great question. And um, I was, I was kind of taught going back and forth in my head. I, to me, if it's down to Fashanu or Bowers, that's a situation where I'd be okay with taking Bowers because Fashanu has a lot of room to grow and a lot of room to develop. And he's not necessarily, you know, a surefire guy like everyone believes Joe Alt will be. He's He's got a high, very high ceiling. Some say it's higher than Alt's. But is he going to be there in year one, year two? I'm not so sure. With Bill Callahan, sure, that probably helps things. But if it's down to Fashanu or Bowers, I would... I would be okay with Bowers at that point. Still, okay. still, you know, there's still be a lot of questions that I'd have to ask about taking a tight end for the third straight draft and not solving one of your two main issues. But right. if it's down to those two players, I see why the Titans would go Bowers. All right. So look, look, uh, uh, Demetrius says, come on, Jack. Now you're back. I'm not back. No, I'm no, not backpedaling. No, no Demetrius. I'm saying it's, it's a toss up with those two guys for me. Demetrius, I said for this segment, my goal, my goal is to find where Jack would be good and okay with drafting Brock Bowers. And okay is about as far as I would go. I I don't think I would ever be happy with Bowers. Where you would not be be mad. Yes, where Jack would not be mad right after the draft pick is made. I've already said that if they take Brock Bowers at seven, I'm not going to be mad. Like, it's going to be really difficult for me to be angry I might think that they probably could have traded back and gotten some more value uh, and, and could have taken Brock Bowers a few spots later. But still, I, I if the Titans come away from Thursday night's NFL draft with Brock Bowers, that's going to help Will Levis score more touchdowns and be a better quarterback, then I'm all good with that. I'll, I will sign up. I am thumbs up to answer our first question. So here is – here's oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Steve, he says you trade back at that point. And – that is going to be an option, right? If, if the board falls the way that Austin described it, I believe that that conversation will be one that's had in the war room from, by Rand Carthon, Brian Callahan, and Amy. I believe they will discuss trading back and maybe getting Mims out of Georgia in the middle of the first round or the you know the back end of the first round if he falls that far. I think that that's absolutely on the table if the board falls the way Austin described it. So that, that's my thoughts on the trade back situation. All right, so here's my scenario. Here's kind of how I view my draft prospects for the Titans as of right now in early February. Joe Alt and Malik Neighbors are one and two. I'm taking Alt over Neighbors. I would not be upset if Neighbors is the pick and Alt's still available, but they are my one and two. Three is where it starts to get murky for me. I don't necessarily think it would be smart to draft Olafashanu at seven overall. I think there's probably too much unknown about if, if what his floor is, right? Because I said this earlier in the show, when you pick in the top 10, you have to come away with a great player. Got to get I it think right. there are I think there are three slam dunk great players the Titans could take at number seven. One, Joe Alt. Two, Malik Neighbors. 
three Brock Bowers. Those are my slam dunk great player picks at number seven. Joe Alt, Malik Neighbors, Brock Bowers. I am good with that order. Roma Dunze, I I somewhat question. You know, he he's a deep ball guy mostly. You know, I you need somebody who can run more intricate routes. And that's where Malik neighbors has that nuance mm-hmm. uh, skill set to his wide receiver game. At this point, Joe alt is a day one starter. He is a high floor guy who you can plug in immediately and get a lot out of. And Brock and Brock Bowers is an absolute difference maker. He is a game changer. He is a playmaker, a touchdown score and a tight end that is going to be able to help everybody else on that offense because of how quick he gets open his sure hands and how much of a beast he is after the catch who is the titans current best yards after catch player that they have on the roster jack the best I, yards after catch guy who is the best pass catcher that they have don't count it, tajay spears because he's it, a running it, yeah true it, it's supposed to be you know chigger Traylon burks but it turns out it's 30 plus year old deandre hopkins who spins out of you know, the first tackle just about every single time. Yeah, but, but Diop is in survival op. mode. Diop yeah. is yards after catch, Diop survivor mode of like spin out of it, stop, let them run by, fall down, get out of bounds. Like that's what Diop's doing after the catch. To, to answer your question, they don't really have a yards it's after Chig. catch guy. It's it's Chig by default because Traylon Burks is irrelevant and DeAndre Hopkins is, like I said, just trying to get to the next play where he can make one-handed sideline catches and score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's nobody else who's dynamic like that. DeAndre Hopkins is one of the least open receivers in the NFL this past year when it comes to separation created. Brock Bowers creates separation. Brock Bowers catches the football at an insanely high rate, and then he gets extra first downs after the catch. That is a great player for your young quarterback that you can get in the top 10. You can do it. And so that's why my top three is Alt, Neighbors, Brock Bowers. Let me ask you this. Do you believe that the Titans have given up on Chigakonkwo after seeing him kind of regress in year two? Well, because here's the I think, thing. I think if they take Bowers, the answer to that question has to be yes. He, if it's not yes, I don't think that they take Bowers. It's a brand new coaching staff, right? Like Chig, anybody who was a part of Chig's draft They're is gone. gone. Like there might be some scouts, right? Some scouts that, you know, in the in that department that went to bat for Chig two drafts ago. But the coaching staff, brand new. Rain Carthon wasn't the GM when Chig was drafted uh, in the 2022 uh, draft. And so Chig doesn't have a lot of necessarily people that are like in his corner that have their reputation tied to Chigaconquo. I like they're Chig. against Chig. Doesn't mean no, they're no, against no. It's just they don't like, there's not anybody who has their reputation tied to Chig. You're right. They have, you know, reputation tied to Josh Wiley because they drafted him a year ago when Ram was in the building. So that's where I don't know about Chig. I like Chig. I want Chig to be better and more consistent. And we saw it again towards the tail end of the season. But it's two years in a row. Chig starts slow for the first like two and a half months. And then he finishes strong. And it leaves you wanting more uh, going into next year. And if he can't start it slow again. I like Josh Wiley, but he's a project. And it's two fifth round tight ends in Chig and Wiley. Those are good players to have, but Brock Bowers is a playmaker. Regardless if he's a tight end or a wide receiver, he's a playmaker. And you need playmakers on this offense. Look, I I agree. The Titans do need playmakers. I just, me personally, I think that there's still something there with Chick. I think that he's capable of turning it around and taking that big leap that we all expected him to take last year. I still think he's got a chance to do that in this new offense. So, you know, why would I want a tight end at seven overall with all the holes the Titans have right now, both sides of the football? Why would I want a tight end at seven if I believe the Titans still have something in Chig? No, whether that something is, you know, 800 yards and 70 catches or it's 50 catches for 650 yards and a few touchdowns that are timely. I believe that Chig still offers a lot in this offense. I believe that Will Levis is going to be able to use him much more than he did in year one. Uh, you know, on the offensive side of the ball with Chigakonkwo. So I, because I believe that there's still something there with Chig and that there is a lot of potential in Chig, that's what makes me, that's what drives me off of Bowers at seven because I think the Titans can make it work at tight end with what they've got in the room right now. I think that if they added a left tackle or a wide receiver, that gets you much closer to the end goal 
than it does if you take Bowers at seven. Because then you've got three guys on a rookie deal. Maybe you trade one and get peanuts back for them. But I, I just don't think that three drafts in a row taking a tight end makes sense when you have all of these other holes that you've failed to properly address over the last three drafts. Sure. New staff, though. Um, so they have to come in there, evaluate the current roster and what they think they need for their offense. So I, somebody asked uh, in the chat earlier, like, who is James Foster's comp for – uh, Brock Bowers. I texted James. I have the I have the answer, and I have uh, something that I another question that I'm going to try to turn Jack. I, I see in the chat I have already turned uh, somebody else. I've turned uh, who was it? I turned Stephen. So I'm going to see if I can continue to turn Jack on uh, the uh, comp for Brock Brock Bowers from our guy James Foster at AZ Sports Film Room. But first, the Bone and Joint Institute is where you should turn. For all of your injury needs, injuries pop up in life, usually at inconvenient times, and they throw whatever you've got going on in your routine, your schedule out of whack. And either you let that injury linger and it just becomes worse, or you go get it taken care of. And the people you should trust for that is the folks at the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin. They have all the experts, all the resources there under one roof. Uh, so you don't have to go all around town for clinics and imaging and rehab and surgery centers. Nope. All in one spot right there in Franklin off of I-65. It's a great facility, state of the art, just several years old now, maybe four or five years old that they have right there next to Williamson Medical Center in Franklin. So book an appointment. It's easy to do there too. Boneandjointtn.org. BetMGM.com. It's very easy to use, even for new users. I know it can be intimidating getting in this game. There's a lot of different stuff to bet on, and it's easy to get lost on apps. Well, BetMGM's not that kind of app. They've got it all laid out, perfect order, easy to navigate, easy to use, easy to find your parlay selections, your odds boosts, anything that you want to put some money on, BetMGM's got it, and they make it easy for you, which is all you can ask for as a new sports better. So download BetMGM, take advantage of our code, a to Z sports, and you'll get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. BetMGM is the place to do it if you're going to do it. So download BetMGM and use our bonus code A to Z sports. All right. So, Jack, uh, somebody mentioned in the chat earlier, what's James Foster's draft comp for Brock Bowers? Why I texted James to ask him that question. And then Steven saw this. Austin's changing my mind. Look at the Lions. They have a stud in St. Brown, but nothing after that. And Laporta is a baller. Well, how'd they get St. Brown? They drafted him. In the fourth round. Yeah, but you're after not going to find – It's easier. After it's Desmond much – After the, the tight ends that I read earlier, it's much easier to find a day two, day three tight end than it is day two, day three wide receiver. Kelsey, day two wide receiver. Kittle, day three. Waller, right. day three. Andrews, day two. Ferguson and Schultz, both day three guys. So it's – it's not easy to find a wide receiver in those rounds. It's it's easier to find a tight end back there. All right. So Sam Laporta is the draft comp for Brock Bowers from James Foster. So Jack, Sam Laporta in a Lions offense who has one stud wide out in St. Brown, a couple other role players around it, a good running game, but then a tight end as a rookie who was really the number two option for Jared Goff. Sam Laporta had 86 catches for 889 yards and 10 touchdowns. The Tennessee Titans would love to have Sam Laporta. Sure. And if you have a chance to get, would drafting Sam Laporta at, at seven in hindsight, would nobody would be like, Oh yeah. If you knew you were going to get 10 touchdowns out of that guy as a rookie and nearly 900 yards on 86 catches to be a reliable weapon, that's legit. That is insane rookie numbers for a tight end who was the number two option in that offense. So I think that's where it, for me, Brock Bowers is a difference maker to help this offense grow up and nobody's going to turn their shoulder at a rookie tight end getting 10 touchdown catches and nearly 900 yards. And I think Brock Bowers has the capabilities to produce like that. You, you know why Sam Laporta had so much success in Detroit? Why is that? Is, be is because there was an offensive line that could protect his quarterback and give him time to throw. Sure. That's why. And having, you know, St. Brown on the outside didn't hurt either. 
Here's the thing. What are you looking for out of your tight end? How many yards? How many touchdowns? Just give me a ballpark. What are you looking for for production out of the tight end position for the Titans next season? Well, it depends on who it is. Like if it's Chig, then if Chig can get to 500 yards, I'll consider that a success. If okay. Well, he did. He did it, that last year. Yeah, I know. And it, here's the thing: if you have a great tight end, I think 800 yards, five touchdowns, great for a tight end, right? But Chig had 530 last year. I, I that leap from 530 to 800 is not as big as the leap when you look at your second leading wide receiver and Chris Moore, who had 424 yards receiving last year. I want a guy who can go get 900, a thousand yards out there next to D hop, not 424 yards. There's much more room to grow at wide receiver than there is at tight end. Same thing goes with left tackle. There's much more room to grow. I don't know that Bowers is a significant, significant enough upgrade to draft at seven and replace Chig than it would be to draft a wide receiver to fill that role that Chris Moore played for the Titans last year. There's just much more ground to make up at wide receiver than there is at tight end. And for that reason, I think that if you're going to address tight end, you got to wait till day two or day three to really do that. All right. Uh, again, I, I still, I'm, I'm going to go to bat for this. You know, three great players you can get at number seven, Alt, Neighbors, Bowers. Those are my three. Let's get to uh, some super chats here on the show. Andre comes in and says, I would take Neighbors Adunze over Bowers and Bowers over Fashano. Tight end value is increasing across the league. If he can be Kelsey slash Kittle, it's worth a slight trade back. So I think that's a you know an in-depth conversation there from Andre. I like the comment um, overall. Uh, if he can be process. Kelsey or Kittle, though, that's if he can be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's I know. A, that's, that's, that's a lot. lot. But that's it's it's lot. more, it's not about like if he can be a Hall of Famer, then yeah. It's if he can play that role in the offense. Like understanding that he's not going to play it as well as Travis Kelsey, who's 34 years old and as savvy as it gets mm -hmm. uh, as a route runner. So he's got that's, a great quarterback too. Yeah, yeah. but if he can play the role of a Travis Kelsey that is a gets open when you got to have it type of thing and is your most reliable pass catcher, and the Titans have DeAndre Hopkins and the Chiefs don't have anybody like DeAndre Hopkins, they probably could have had DeHop. Uh, but they didn't. So uh, Darren says, there's no way in heck I'm switching my strategy of strengthening Levis's protection just because of a good player said he wanted to play for us and his girlfriend <laughs> is around the corner. So look, I, I'm not saying you do that. And no, I don't think anybody was saying that, oh, Brock Bauer says he wants to be a Titan. The Titans should move him up their board. That, that's not what I, I do. That's not what I think anybody is suggesting here. But it's a, it's an interesting take because there, I don't remember Jack, a, a top flight NFL draft prospect who is like, yeah, I want to play for the Titans. Yeah, it, it's, it feels like it's been a while since they've been called out specifically. I just, I, for me, I worry that the chicken's coming before the egg here, right? Like if you want to, if you want playmakers to go make plays for you on the outside, you've got to have a quarterback who has time to make throws down the field. Right now, the Titans don't have that. What's what, what can help them the most is either getting a guy who can get downfield really fast and make big-time catches and run great routes at wide receiver, or you get a left tackle who can hold up for another second and a half, two seconds over there and give Levis the time he needs to deliver the football. So I, I, I think that by, by saying we're you know Bowers makes sense, I think that that's kind of jumping the shark here. And you know when, again, when you look around the league, a lot of these offenses with successful tight ends also have great offensive lines and great quarterbacks. Those two things go hand in hand. They're tied at the hip. Usually if you have a good offensive line, your quarterback's going to be better. And if your quarterback's better, then he can make throws to the tight end. Tight end looks better. But none of that happens without proper protection. That's why I think prioritizing a left tackle is the best bet. But, you know, we ran through a scenario where both of those guys were gone. Yeah, so if both of those guys do end up getting snatched up before seven, then the Titans have a big-time decision to make. Yeah, uh, Andre comes back. Neighbors, Alt, Adunze, Bowers, Olu. For him in that order, I want an elite playmaker to pair with D-Hop. The tackle class is deeper than wide receiver. Foster needs airtime. James Foster needs airtime. People are calling for it. <laughs> well, uh, we have been working on something behind the scenes uh, to give James Foster some airtime. So keep your head on a swivel for that, a potential uh, a new thing that we're going to debut uh, later at some point in the month of February. 
<clears throat> about that. So uh, Kane says the NFL is about matchups. Bowers will be a problem. You don't want to play against him in the division because the Colts are right behind the Titans. And, you know, I don't know the Colts draft needs off the top of my head, uh, but the Colts are set to pick 15. And I don't necessarily think Brock Bowers would slide to 15, but it wouldn't be crazy if he did. Uh, but 15 is a long way to drop for somebody like Bowers. Uh, but, you know, I don't want to play against Brock Bowers. I've seen it for three years. It sucks. He scores against you. Um, and he wins games. He, he wins one-on-one -on -one matchups like Kane mentioned. So uh, some good super chats there on the Brock Bowers conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Look, Bowers is a good player. That's, that's why the chat's a little divided at times. I mean, like, it's hard to pass up on great players, but my, my take is that at seven, you're going to have multiple great players there. Like Bowers isn't the only great player that's going to be available at seven. And these other guys, you know, get the tie break because not only are they great players, but they fill a huge need on this roster. All right, Jack, uh, we've run through a lot of our Brock Bowers conversation on this Thursday. Are you ready, sir, for the magic bucket? Of course. All right. Shout out Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see them in Lebanon or online right there. Like I mentioned, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Let me grab the bucket down here. All right. So uh, I know I have to tie a tie. Uh, I was having computer issues this morning, which made my, oh, you're going to tie a tie. No, I'm going to, you're going to have to teach me, remember? Oh, well, I can't like verbally teach you. I have to like walk through it. I don't have a, my point, I don't have a tie ready oh. because my my computer was a complete. Get him, you know, chat. You Get can jump over me. Jack was ready. I was not. My computer <laughs> broke this morning. It was driving me insane. And Jack got to hear a lot of frustrated Austin. <laughs> we went live. All right. So is this for me? Yes. After the sigh, I want it to be for you. Wear Derrick Henry eye black on the next show. That's cool. You're going to look really cool. You think so? I think so. You think I'll look cool? I think you'll look cool. You got you to get the Q-tips. You know, make it nice. Nice and clean. Get okay. the cross. All right. We can do that. <clears throat> I don't think I'll look cool, but we can definitely do that. All right. This is for Jack. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm sorry, but uh, mm. I don't know. This must be a Zach Bingham bucket because, like, look how terrible this scissor job, this cutting job. Is. <laughs> it's got Zach Bingham all over it. Oh, no. Uh, Jack, uh, <clears throat> next time you're on the show, you have to be shirtless. No way. That's ridiculous. I'm going to go to I'm going to go to the A to Z HR department about that. That's me. <laughs> All right, shirtless, huh? Oh my god! Yeah, but like, look, you're just That's showing. At 8 a.m. It's just shoulders, though. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it is. This is. I mean, if you want, you can pull the camera closer that day <laughs> to, to show less. Probably but... right. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody wants a nobody wants a nip slip here on A to Z Sports Morning Show while they're eating their <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> All right, so you, so I think we both understand the assignment, right? Well, I, yeah, I, do I have an issue with it? That's a different question, but yeah, sure. We understand. Okay. It. All right. So that is the magic bucket for today. It was a quick bucket, but, uh, we, we have something for you guys for sure. Uh, next time Jack's on and I'll have to figure out where I can manufacture some eye black, uh, for tomorrow's show, but, uh, that'll do it. Appreciate you guys as always like the show before you go. We need way more likes on the show. Always more people watch then hit the like button. So please subscribe to the channel and hit the like button, both on Facebook, on YouTube. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday buck rising, buck rising live tonight for A to Z sports primetime. Sam Phelan has Titans at two this afternoon. Catch you guys later. Appreciate it as always. Tighten up pod out now. <laughs>